You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Water Into Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Grace Valentine. I'm drinking red wine tonight. And my co-host is... <laughs> that was so loud. I know people probably turned their volume down. Oh, that so was beautiful. Sorry. I always okay. think about that. Our, Trey's always like, Can yeah. You our editor Trey, he's always like, okay, Ketley, try it at your loudest. I'm <laughs> always looking at my like little line thing, and I'm like, ooh, that's really tough. Okay, wait, sorry. Introduce yourself again. My name is Ketley Valkman. Mm-hmm. That was also very loud. I know that was good. Um, but we we're talking about it's our sad girl hour. Sad girl hour. <laughs> <laughs> I will hold it together. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Grace, last week you talked about Dr. Eyelashes being a dum-dum. Yeah. I didn't really go in depth, did I? You didn't. Are you ready? You know, I've, <laughs> I've thought and I've prayed about it, and I think I'm ready. I definitely want it very much, even though we all know, like, I can be a little petty, just because, like, I think when I look back, I very much see, I see from my lens and my point of view. And so I want to start by saying I respect him. I saw so much potential in him. And potential doesn't make someone a great guy for you. Potential means that someone will be a good guy one day, you know? Right. And so, yeah, I'm okay talking about it. I just think I'm going to try to be better than I've been before in life and talk more positively about it, if that, if you catch what I'm saying. Oh, 100%. In the best way I can, because I'm still going to tell some of the facts, but yeah. And you can't, you can't help the facts. Yeah, the facts are the, the facts, fact. you know? <laughs> and so I just think basically what happened was, I mean, this whole time he was probably the one, like, being more pursued. And I feel like lately I've been like very non-committal towards any guy I talk to because I'm so busy with what I do. And so I always want someone really funny and someone who's on fire with Jesus. So if you're not that, then I'm not going to even entertain it. And I will say Dr. Eyelashes had potential and he was really funny and he talked to me about his testimony. So I got really excited, but then he also was kind of, I don't want to say love bombing because I think people overuse that terms, but he did like even like say, I love you. And I was like, you can't even say that in like a joking sense. You know, there were so many things he said, like, oh, I can't wait for you to meet my family. And I was like, okay, let's slow your horses. You know, it was like the whole time I was the one who was like, okay, relax. He's like, you're everything I prayed for in a woman, you know. And so then he would always talk about how he wanted to be better because there were sometimes he drank too much. And I'm all for like drinking and like going to a bar, but it was hard because it was like he took it to the next level of not what I am at this age. And he would always say he didn't want to be that way. And so basically, we went on a trip with his friends in town to a beach that was probably a little more like not the normal beach I'd go to. It was more of a party beach. And I was doing my best to just be fun and like embrace it. And I, But I felt like I had to be like the mom and have everything together because he was very big, Dr. Eyelashes was, into just living life in the moment to the point where it's not even like living life in the moment. It's like, I don't know what hotel I'm staying at, but I'm drinking right oh, now. Okay. And I'm like, it was biker week. You ha- like you had to get a hotel. And so he was like, you're such a planner. And I'm like, no, I just like to know what hotel I'm staying at. <laughs> I just want to where I'm sleeping um, tonight. And so we could get separate rooms and everything was be there. And so I just felt like I was doing all like the planning and he was getting annoyed with that. And then he was very disrespectful to me, it felt like. And obviously, who knows? like whatever he was drinking a lot I think I was more frustrated because he said going into the week that he didn't want to drink that much and that he was trying to be better and then that was literally the opposite of what he was and so as we were like driving back from this trip it was like with his friends I was driving gas is expensive whatever 
it was obvious it was going to end and I made it very clear I wasn't in the best mood but I still thought we were going to have a conversation about it and so I dropped him off I said okay y'all be safe whatever immediately he blocked me off everything wait like right after the literally it was probably like Two minutes after I dropped them off. Oh after I dropped them off. After so I get him because he stayed at some d- random person's house while I was in the hotel that night. And he didn't stay in the other room at the hotel. Anyways. Yeah. So we never talked. And when I say we've had like so many talks because one of my guy friends who was in town did not like him. And he was like, I think he drinks too much Grace. And I'm like, I just I grew up in Louisiana. Like I it, he has so much potential. And wait, which guy is this? Oh, which guy? What? Dr. Which guy Lashes? friend? Yeah. Oh, no, guy friend it was my like friend him. Al who's dating my friend Ramsey. And I set them up and he's my good camp friend. So he's a good like. Honestly, I've learned if your guy friend doesn't sees the red flags, it's probably true. You know? Uh, yeah. So I haven't even told Al yet that Dr. Eyelashes, his funeral is going on right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, no time like the present. What do you mean? Call no. now. Nah, I can't do that. Why not? I'd love to I'm hear just, his response. I'm scared he's going to be like, because Al's great, but he's probably going to be like, yeah, like okay, he, but you I just said right. he's great, so he's not gonna be super. It's judgy. like you know when someone like has told you they're a bad person, and then oh, it's like you're I told almost the whole, embarrassed. I told you like, so. and that's the thing about disappointment. Sometimes you get embarrassed to tell people who like knew you were gonna be disappointed because you're like you don't want them to be like I was right, you know. But okay, I'll call. Let's just see how he handle it. I don't. Even, he probably won't even answer. Let's see if he answers. Give him a shot. I guess what? we should do another it's call. Like Seven on the podcast. p.m. He's probably relaxing after work. Which time zone is he in? Oh, Whatever. that's true. We'll see. We'll not see. Not EST. Let's see. I'm trying to FaceTime audio it because it. Wait, how do I get speaker on? Right side. Oh no, it's at the top. Oh wait. Hey Grace. Hey Al, what's up? Not much. Not much. What's going on? Yeah, was work good today? Uh, yeah, I'm actually on my way home right now. Okay, cool. Long perfect day, perfect timing. Right Nothing now. like the present. Okay. So, do you remember, I had, I call this person Dr. Eyelashes as a joke. You know who I'm talking about? It's a guy that I was talking to and you weren't really that big of a fan. Not that you weren't, you didn't think anything <laughs> bad. You didn't talk negative. You just weren't a fan of him for me. Right? Do you remember yeah. who I'm talking about? Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> 100%. He's like, how Love can I that forget? Response. Yeah, Al spent like a weekend with us. And it was Al. Yeah, anyways, whatever. So, Al, sorry. By the way, you're on the podcast right now randomly. I did want to tell oh, you sorry. that Dr. Eyelashes is done. I'm no longer talking to him. So, have a funeral. But, yeah. I just wanted to let you know because I hadn't told you yet because I was kind of avoiding telling you. Oh, Grace, I'm sorry. Are you are you doing okay? Oh, that's that? so sweet. I, I was so scared you are going to say – I was – so sure you're gonna say Ketley's laughing at me because I was like he's gonna say I was right um yeah I'm good I'll probably go into it more in depth with you at first I was definitely like disappointed just because I feel like it was one of those things where I was advocating for his potential but then I had to realize he's not his potential you know and not a bad way and the way he ended it was like just the immature part but because I was gonna end it for, whatever it's not even worth getting <laughs> into right now I'll explain it to you later but I really appreciate you saying that and responding that way and not saying you're right because I'll say it, you were right, but. Well, thanks for saying you were right, but I know there was, like, a, a lot of, like, hope there, and I know you're probably pretty disappointed, so. Yeah, disappointed, exactly. That's literally what we're talking about on the podcast today. So, oh, yeah. perfect. Yay. Okay, well, I'll talk to you later, and I'll give you a better update later, but I just want to thank you, and I'll talk to you later. And, oh, I'm with your girlfriend, by the way. She's doing good. Oh, cheers. Hey, yeah. everybody. Hey, Kelly. Hey. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Okay, bye, Al. Okay, he handled that a lot better. I was so sure he was going to be like, you were right. Oh, like, my gosh. That that's the last thing we need, those type of people who are like, see, I told you. Okay, that's like my biggest pet peeve, especially when it's like someone's trying to be like, oh, I'm holding you accountable. Like, you know, um, and I was very firm that he didn't like him. Um, and not even like a, oh, 
I don't like him as a person, but in like a, I don't like him for you. Like, yeah, there's great things about him. But when I think of you and your future, I don't see that, you know? And so I, like, I really appreciate when a friend's handle the disappointment, when your friend goes through disappointment, when you don't say you were right, you just kind of say what Al said. I mean, like, what did he say? He said like, I'm sorry. I'm so, right. How are you doing? You know, and honestly, I think, good for Al. Like, I know. <laughs> and that's why I was like, no, you need to call him because I know okay. like, someone like Al will definitely That was a great it. lesson for the podcast. You can tell your friends when <laughs> crap goes down. That's all you need to say because at the end of the day, we know, we know how we feel. Well, we I just know feel like he was in right, my 20s, the reason I get so disappointed is just because I think I get disappointed in certain things in my 20s. Like, and I've had friends who they are married to the love of their lives, but they thought they would have their dream career by now. And so for me, I'm like, okay, great. I'm proud of myself in a lot of my career sense, but I'm not one of those cute little Instagram couples. I don't have, I'm not married. I'm not going to have kids by probably 27 like I always wanted to, you know? And so it's okay to be disappointed that life isn't going your way, but you have to also be expectant of what God's going to do because if it's not going your way, it's going his way. And I think disappointment, like, teaches us patience in a way we are not ever comfortable in because it's like, okay, well, I worked so hard to for A or B to happen, and now I'm, like, sitting here, like, even wishing for, like, plan D to come to fruition. But, like, in actuality, plan D comes out, and you're like, wait, this is exactly what I wanted. I just had to be patient in the sense of, knowing that God always has our best intentions in mind. Yeah, and I, I even think, I think, especially I remind myself it's not a sin to cry. Like, I cried over Dr. Eyelashes, which is funny now because I'm like, kind of over it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like okay. I let it out. Now I'm like, I went through my cry phase. I went through my FU music phase, you know? And then I realized, yes, you can just feel it. Like, those are things that help you feel it. When you cry and when you listen to those crazy music, when you listen to your Taylor Swift songs. But then I realized I have to deal with it. Like, I have to mm-hmm. power through because God has something bigger in store for me. And I look back at in those tears, like, what was I really crying over? And I think a lot of times when we cry over a guy not working out, at the end of the day I don't want to be with someone who acts that way I don't want to be with someone who would block me that quick like we had so many great conversations but the minute you handle it that way like that's a divorce waiting to happen and when I think about like in our 20s especially when it comes to dating especially and even with your job you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you you don't want to be at a job that would turn you down that wouldn't treat you right you don't want to go to a major that you struggle in senior year because you're probably going to struggle in the job senior year like you don't want to force something like that to happen and so I especially think in our 20s when it comes to dating we have to remind ourselves that it's like he will probably be a great guy to someone else he just wasn't my guy I'm not going to say he's going to be this like I'm not going to say he's a douchebag I'm not going to say that because I don't believe that but then at the day I don't want to be with someone who's going to act that way and I know I can do better oh yeah and I think like you hit on the nail just like having those moments and really just like indulging in those feelings and I think like as Christians we're like no we're just gonna put a smile on our face and we're just gonna be okay like I've definitely been through heartbreak and I remember racking up the tolls when I went on a drive and this blared oh my gosh music. in Orlando you can't just go on the interstate and, drive. and now with no. gas prices oh yeah that was you when better gas sit prices in your normal. feelings like you, you better sit down you and relax on a nice little walkie walk oh like no yeah when gas was definitely affordable I just went on a drive blared music and cried my little heart out and oh, it was God. just so needed and necessary and I had a friend tell me one time she is actually going to school to be a, a therapist and she goes usually if you if you handle the emotion right when it hits you and truly indulge in it it lasts for 90 seconds and I think we get so scared of like that initial feeling of like sadness or anger or fear or blah 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 we like prolong it but like really just sit in it and then just cry and like we look at like Jesus um when he rose Lazarus from the dead like he of course he knew what was going to happen like literally in the next 24 hours but he sat with Martha and he cried and I think like that's just such a testament to our emotions and just validating every moment as they come yeah, and especially I look back on me crying about it 
And the truth is, I didn't even know Dr. Eyelashes enough to cry over it for because I missed him. You know, and there are breakups where you cry because you miss him. Like, yeah, I miss texting someone. I miss his personality. Like, right. I miss that. But I, I was honestly crying over the expectations of where I thought I would be at 25. You know, mm. I wasn't crying over the fact because I knew we weren't going to work out. Even, even when we were together, and I, I think I told my roommate Ramsey, I'm like, it'll probably be a fling. Like, you knew, I, I knew yeah. there were so many. I was not getting attached to the him, but I was getting attached to the idea of, like, I don't want to go through another talking, talking ship. I'm getting too old for that. I don't have time. I feel like I don't want to go on another date and talk about my favorite freaking color. Like, not like that you talk about that. They're going to make which color is your favorite? I'm like, my front door is pink. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, but at the end of the day, if that's why I'm crying, then I'm holding on to my own pride because I'm saying, I like my story better than the story God's writing me. So when I think right. of everyone listening to this right now and life isn't going your way and you're disappointed, maybe it's about friends or relationship. Maybe you thought you would have someone. You've been single for forever. Maybe you know you have to break up with someone and you're disappointed that it's not going to work out and they're not going to step up and be the man you need it's so important that you realize you're not unnecessarily crying because you want that life like you don't want to be 40 married to that guy you don't want to be at a job that feels like torture you don't want to be at a job that doesn't want you you you're not crying because of that you're crying because you wanted it to go your way right and i think you hit on the nail one time i think our one of our episodes hard conversations and we talked about closure and you said that Sometimes we just want, um, when we're seeking closure, we just want the answer. We just want our answer. We want to be proven that we were right and we were correct. And, like, that also s- comes true with disappointment because what is disappointment? It's when we're told that we were wrong. You know, I thought about that because I was, well, after you blocked me on every freaking thing, which I'm like, dude, like, what boy? <laughs> what boy? If you gave my brother his phone right now and you said block someone in five minutes, he'd be like, how do I do that? That shows that this guy has blocked girls like countless I wasn't even, like, texting him in crazy amounts. And then finally, I, like, wanted to end it on a positive note. I was like, so I took, like, another Instagram around, and I was like, hey, I just want to say these are things I like of you. Obviously, it wasn't going to work out, but, like, like, I really would love just to have the clarity of a conversation. And then he blocked me on there, too. Oh, my god. <laughs> Anyways, but I look back, and I was like, that's so funny, because with Ketley, I was like, there's no such thing as closure. Like, you're probably fighting for something you want. And that's true. So I was fighting to at least have the last word, probably. Mm. Like, I was fighting not for clarity, because at the end of the day, there was nothing more clear that we weren't meant to be than mm. him acting that way. Yeah. That was the clarity I needed. So what other clarity did I need, you know, from him? Right. You know, but I wanted it to be my form of clarity. My, and so... That's my own sin, and that's I can't control how he handles his confrontation, but I can control how I handle my disappointment. Oh yeah, definitely. And I had a friend of mine who's like kind of going through a pretty break, pretty bad. This wasn't a breakup because they were never official. But is that the worst? It's I almost think worst. it's easier to mourn a breakup when it's a relationship. I'm sure girls. That's also hard as crap. There was a girl who messaged me recently. I need to respond. She said she had to break up with someone, but it's because of he's not rising up and he did something so bad and so hurtful, and she knows she's a fool if she stays with him. And she was going through it. I'm like, dang, that sucks too. But when you don't date someone, you feel like you're crazy. You know, you're like, oh my oh gosh, my gosh. And, and that was all she like, was saying. Oh. That was all she was saying. And it was just so frustrating to like hear her just fight for clarity. And that was the whole thing of like, you know, I'm talking to this guy. It's been a, like several months, and like he has yet to like date me. He's yet to ask me out. Have they kissed? N- nothing. And it was just and okay. he was just was saying he just like texting her every day because he was bored. It wasn't even every day. That was just a hard part because she was like, I just want clarity. Like you have yet to tell me that you like me, but you were still te- we're still texting. I asked for clarity, and now you're saying I'm back. Like this is too much. So yeah. it was just like frustrating because. At the end of the day, she was like, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay. Like, obviously, it didn't go to somewhere, but I, and I'm more disappointed that I w- wasn't worth the conversation mm. to him. I wasn't wow. worth, like, the clear the clarification. I wasn't worth, you know, actually being taken out on a first date just to 
figure things out. So when life doesn't go your way, when like that friend comes to you, like what's your advice? Like how do you handle disappointment when it comes to your job, your career, your friendships? Like what what is Ketley's tangible tips? Ketley's tangible tips here. Um, I think it was funny. My roommate Casey, her and I were at Target today, and she just said this, and she was like, "You cannot control your first emotion or your first reaction, but you can definitely control your second. Wow, I like that. And I was like, "That's so true." Because like me, we I always say, "Feel then deal." You feel. Know? Cause Feel we it, can't help but mourn do that. it, mourn your expectations we that you shouldn't have had and you shouldn't have been attached to, and then deal with it and then go through it. Oh yeah, we can't help but do that. And she was just like, just feel like she Unless just said, your just first reaction is like text them f you and then maybe work maybe, on that or like yeah, yeah, talk to someone. Um, but I just think like we have to really. It sounds so bad, but indulge in that first emotion because that really hits on the nail of like what exactly affected you and what exactly was like your core emotion rooted in that situation, relationship, job, friendship, whatever it was. Um, and then like, okay, like stand up, brush yourself off and then figure out what your next step is, whether it is texting, whether it is a follow-up email to your boss of, Hey, I need to know like what I did wrong or blah, blah, blah. Because like the world is going to look at your, your, your comeback. The world is always going to be watching how you come back from a hardship or from something difficult happening. And I think, like, that's when that's you can true. redeem yourself. Yeah, and I think my tangible tip for that is, one, like I said, feel and deal. Like, feel all the emotions. You're not crazy. Remind yourself. Have friends that you can be completely honest with that won't make you feel crazy because you're upset over a job that you were already planning on what it would be like and you didn't even get an interview. You know, like, have people who will make you not feel crazy for being upset that a friend that you really cared about obviously didn't care about you and it's been years of you putting up with her crap. You know, have friends you can be honest with and then listen to good music that helps you, like, cope with that. But then also just wake up and decide, you know what, this is what I have control over. You know, and so I think of, like, well, one, reading scripture gives me peace. And I have control over my spiritual walk. And I have control over my right. relationship with Christ. Because I can talk to him daily like he's a friend. And I know I feel better when I do. I also have control over my physical health. And so when someone does me wrong, I start going to the gym. And I start squatting. And my booty will be so nice. And I'm like, screw you. I'm all about kidding. the comeback. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, all about the comeback. And I go on runs. And I just feel my emotions. I don't do that to get a revenge body. I do it because it's just a form of like, you know what? I'm going to feel my emotions and I'm going to try to connect with Christ on this, but I can control this. Like I can control. And obviously it's easy to get if you've struggled with an eating disorder, you don't want to control your calories and control like those your weight, but I can control my physical health and being healthy and making choices. I can control my friendship and the scheduling times to socially grow with the people I care about. I can control that my church attendance, but mm -hmm. I can't control what one stupid boy, one stupid job, what one stupid friend thinks of me. And the fact that I didn't mean as much to them as they thought, I, they meant to me you know and so moving on that way oh definitely and I love what you said about scripture uh, Ecclesiastes is one of my favorite books and it kind of has that whole passage talking about there's a time for everything and there's this part where it says time to mourn and time to laugh and I think like as believers we're like yeah the joy will come to the mor come in the morning and we'll laugh and we'll forget about it but like no, you can still mourn knowing that joy comes in the morning you can That's still good. like be like sad and know that right now it's dark but know that there is still a light at the end of the tunnel like those two thoughts can exist in this at the same time um and I feel like we like indulge in in either one and we never give ourselves the grace to do like one over the other do them yeah. both at the same time um but no I think it's really true with the whole church attendance because like in those moments we want to be by ourselves we want to really just cry and like do our own thing but like really going back out and getting on a normal schedule going back to church getting surrounded by like um faith-filled community is so important to help us with that comeback 
No, it's true. And I know that sometimes the last thing you want to do, especially if you're used to like you and your boyfriend or that being your job and you don't, you're scared. I get scared to face people like Al and be like, oh, this is what happened. They have to say, how's this? And then mm-hmm. you have to say it. And then you sometimes in the moments of the beginning, you get like teary eyed. I went to babysit the next day after the thing with Dr. Eyelash and them did. And I just, the mom was like, how was your weekend? And I was like, <laughs> literally. Also, keep in mind, one thing I will say about Dr. Eyelash is he sent me a voice memo drunk that Sunday morning saying, Grace, I... I miss you. We were literally on the trip together, but he was at some random person's house. Not a girl, but still, whatever. Random person. Gross. Anyways, uh, sorry, that was kind of mean. I don't mean it's gross, but just not my lifestyle. And he was like, Grace, I miss you, whatever. Da, da, da. Blocked at noon. <laughs> like, oh, my what God. What a joke. <laughs> like, you know, Blocked so at noon. I saved that audio. I'm never going to play it on the podcast, but I will play it for my confidence because there will be a day when he comes crawling back. That's just life. But I even think of – when I had a best guy friend who was like, Grace, I love you. Grace, we can't be friends anymore. Grace, I love you. Like, I went through this whole season a year ago. And my disappointment was also affected by my atmosphere. I wasn't cutting him off. And I wasn't adding good church and people who were honest with me. And so it's so important that you unplug in the areas that are ta- taxing. Mm-hmm. And you plug into the areas that are good. And you don't need to be embarrassed for when people say, how's this person? And you say, oh, you know what? I had to distance myself. For, oh, it didn't went south. Oh, I got hurt. Like, that's not embarrassing. What's more embarrassing is thinking that you have to be this perfect person because it's 2022. Have we not learned that life's too short to try to be perfect? Oh, definitely. So um, we really just want to leave you guys with that encouragement. Really want to show you that, like, yes, it's those moments are going to happen. Um, it's going to be hard. We're going to cry. But honestly, at the end of the day, yeah. it makes for a good story. And, and we learn a lot of lessons thing, from to it. To any single girls who are disappointed about your season of singleness or if you're in a breakup right now, I just want to shout out to you. Like, and me and Ketley are both single, 25, 26. And I think it, naturally every little girl's dream is to have their happily ever after a little earlier in life, um, especially to the singles out there. At the end of the day, God's best is always at work. And so you can't let yourself feel like singleness is such a taxing, horrible thing. There are so many great things about your season right now. It's easy to want to step forward into the blessings of your future. But like there are blessings in your present right now. And so I just want to speak into that real quick before we wrap this up. Oh, definitely. That's really good. So we are going to go into our sponsors. Um, so, Grace, who are you sponsoring? Still not racking in the big bucks, guys. Uh, you better help <laughs> um, I am sponsoring this podcast, too. Honestly, Taylor Swift's I Bet You Think About Me song that came out. Because if there's one thing I've learned about men, they always come back. And so dealing with this little Dr. Eyelash things, I was supposed to be like, I bet you think about me. I'm like, maybe he blocked me because he literally can't stand to see me because he knows he'll have to one day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll have a great book come out. Um, and then also I want to sponsor this to my retreat that's coming up. Purpose Ooh. Retreat. And it's not too late to sign up. If you go on my Instagram, at the Grace Valentine. Um, yeah, sign up and be with me in the mountains. I'm still bullying Ketley to come May 12th through 15th. I'll literally be teaching children. I know, whatever. Time. You can get out of it. Okay. <laughs> sick um i'm sick it's 340 dollars, but that's like if you think about it, it's three days four, or four days three nights like all your foods all your lodging you pay more for passion for that like passion you get a ticket and then you have to pay for lodging and everything like this is a better deal so not like i'm comparing it to passion but i like, will you know, definitely hype it up um the view those mountains black mountain north carolina is absolutely gorgeous blue ridge mountains are unreal and it's gonna be about finding purpose so if you're at least a sophomore in college finishing up up to two years post-grad be with me and it's it's gonna be less than hopefully like one three 130 people so you can make new friends who you'll be friends with for forever and you'll also be able to hang out with me and i'm not saying that like oh my god you get to hang out with me but like i'm excited to meet the girls who come because i right. want to build relationships with them and so it'll be great 
Right. So um, this is your sponsored. My sponsors is going to be my sponsored. I'm in um, grad school right now, finishing up in April, which is crazy soon. Um, And I'm just going to sponsor this to one of the TAs that grades my papers. I love you, Chris. Is he, he cute? Me, he, I mean, I've never seen his face. All I know is, oh, oh you see his red pen. I see the red pen. I see when he grades it, and I always see the whole, hey, Catley, don't forget to turn this in on time. I know, Chris. I know. Procrastination. You don't turn it on time. It's no, so I was like, bad. He's probably dramatic. And then you're like, well, I don't turn it on time. No. <laughs> like, literally, I'm just like, okay, it's like less than a day later, and I know all of us are just like at the finish line. So this is sponsored to you. I promise I'm getting my assignments in I hope on time listening. tonight. I really hey, He's listening. Hey, hey Chris. Chrissy. Yeah, he's like all the way in like the Pacific Northwest or whatever. But um, thank you for sitting down and grading all of our papers. I know it gets exhausting. So I'll be better about turning all my papers yeah, on time. Yeah, the red pen, it'll, it'll eat you alive. It'll do. It'll do it to you. It'll humble you real quick. Well, um, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out. And um, don't forget, we're still, we're still on our fun little plastic table. So like, <coughs> comment, subscribe, hit us with a review. Grace and I, we love comments. We love to know what we can do better, how we can grow, all that good stuff. So leave us with a comment of what you want. Or DM would, us. That. Or DM us. Maybe yeah. Maybe don't sub- put that on the sub- uh, the review. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars like you give your Uber driver. Um, so <laughs> we just really love and appreciate connecting with you guys. So don't be shy. Follow me at underscore Ket or follow Grace at the Grace Valentine. And then most importantly, follow at Water into Wine Podcast. Well, that's all we got for y'all. Have such a good rest of your day.